What's up, everyone from all around the world, including Canada, USA, Long Island, plus the five boroughs of Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, and Queens. I'm here to guide and help you about Anchor. Anchor is a free hosting site and phone app, which is owned by Spotify. It's the easiest, awesome way to make a podcast. Why are you wasting your money paying for a hosting site to promote your podcast with limited storages? Forget about it. Let me break it down to you. There's creation tools that allow you to record, edit, monetize, add music, intros, music outros, especially distribute your podcast to streaming platforms, uploading episodes with limited storages of your podcast right from your phones, computers, laptops, and tablets. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Plus, you get paid some money in your pocket from sponsorships. Excellent. These are the keys you need to make a podcast, including the listeners supporting your show. That way, you can listen to the episodes of my show, Off the Meat Rack Chain's New York podcast, the unfiltered comedy entertainment show about the stories mixed with entertainment news, music, real life segments, and much more. Now. Where can you find, follow, and listen to the show, you ask? You can follow the podcast on Facebook and Instagram, all in one word, off the Meat Rat Chains New York podcast. Alongside with my other show, Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast, and my primary handle, G Money Stacks 555 in Queens, New York. Now, the streaming platforms goes like this We are on Anchor. Audio Burst, Breaker, Podorama, Listen Notes, Spotify, Stitcher, Deezer, Podchaser, Pocket Cast, Podcast Addict, Player FM, TuneIn, Reason FM. We are on Podfriend, Podorama, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. If you have a dream of creating and becoming a podcaster like myself and individual friends that is co-hosting with me, go download the free Anchor app or you can check out anchor.fm to get started. Take advantage of the opportunity that's thrown in your face. If I could do it and reach success, so can you. I'm G Money Stacks. Thank you for listening. Let's go.
Yo, good evening, everyone from the USA, Canada, all over the world, Long Island, plus the five spots of Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, and Queens. I'm your man, G Money Stacks, aka Lonely Nomad, aka the Greginator, aka YouTuber, host with the most, and rookie podcaster of Queens, New York. And you are now. Let me start off with a drum roll, man, right here. You're listening to the 89th episode and happy one year anniversary of Off the Meat Rat Chains New York podcast episode 89. Yo, we made it, man. How you like me now? Yeah, a little more than that, man. Let's let's do this. Yo, I've been waiting for this moment to happen. I've been waiting to do this do this dedication to the one year anniversary of this show right here that started since November 11, 2020. So, um I'm going to in this episode, we are going to actually um, you know, look back on the particular topics, the the um um, the moments and you know the rest. Now, before I even get in, before I even get into the topics, listen. If you are new to the channel and you missed any previous episodes whatsoever, don't worry, I got your back. All you need to do is go grab the subscribe button alongside with the notification bell being enabled, so you can be reminded of when the show goes in the air via live stream. Make sure you leave a like and a comment alongside with the topics and the episodes being discussed. And stay tuned for more video content, upcoming episodes, previous episodes. Make sure you share the videos alongside alongside with the audio streaming platforms, which will be discussed at the end of the show. And also, don't forget to download your favorite episodes. And if you and you can catch up to the previous episodes whatsoever. Um, if you miss any previous episodes that's been recorded, it's on streaming platforms right now, which I will go over at the end of the show. So there you have it, right there. Um, now, um, tomorrow. I am going to do a Thanksgiving episode dedicating to what I am thankful for, but we're not doing, we're not going to do this today. This is about the one year anniversary um, of this show right here. And I named the episode um, um, one year anniversary mission accomplished because I feel like I accomplished something. And this is only the first mission. 
The second mission is is episode 100. And that's going to be on the week of Christmas. So don't you worry about that. You stick around and and you won't miss a beat. So there you have it right there. Um, now that I got that out the way, um, now that I got that out the way, let's, let's start off with, um, hold on. Okay. Let's start off with a segment that I like to call chatting on the jazz. You guys know what this is about, man. This is about the whole trending topics and upcoming ep- upcoming stories that don't get the recognition and the shine time of day. So, um, first topic right here. Hold on a sec. Um, so this really caught my attention while I was watching TV, and this has to do with a thirteen-year-old boy who got shot in the neck in the Bronx. So this is what happened in this story right here. Listen to this. A 13-year-old boy was shot in the, in the neck while walking to school in the Bronx in a random attack Tuesday morning, police said. Hubert Wiggs, um, age 34, allegedly opened fire around 7.20 a.m. on East 20... Excuse me, East 223rd Street near um, Broxwood Avenue, striking the teen in the neck, cops said. The teen who goes to public school in Manhattan was walking to the subway when shot, when shot, according to police. When officers arrived, they found an emotionally disturbed man acting erratically, cops said. So, <clears throat> a 38 caliber revolver with one spent round was recovered at the scene. He just went up to the kid and shot him in the neck, an NYPD spokesman said. Police believe it was a random attack, but they are investigating whether the shooter and victim had been linked prior to the attack. Um, hang on a sec. The bullet entered and exited the kid's neck without hitting any veins or arteries, a police officer said. A pass passerby called 911 after he saw the teen disoriented and bleeding, according to t- cops. When officers arrived, they found him in an emotionally disturbed man acting erratically, cops said. The alleged gunman had been in front of his house waving around a gun before he blasted the team, firing the shot without a word, officers said. The victim, who hasn't, no, excuse me, who wasn't immediately identified, was taken to um, um, Jacoby Hospital in stable condition. A hospital source saw the team and said he was crying and looked scared. But hell, be oh, he'll be okay under the best care. Um, <clears throat> hold on a minute. Locals told the Post 
they've called 911 on the alleged shooter in the past and tried to stay away from his home with one person describing him as bad news. Wiz was arrested and slapped with charges including second degree murder, assault, reckless endangerment, and criminal possession of a weapon. He he was previously charged with criminal possession of a weapon in Harlem in February 2019 after he was allegedly caught with a loaded 380 semi-automatic handgun and a small amount of PCP in another person's car, the sources said. Wiggs was accused of getting into the driver's seat of a car without permission while a woman and child sat inside, sources said. He posted bond on that charge on June 1st of this year, according to the court clerk. <sighs> Man, what is this guy thinking? Okay, uh, what is this guy thinking? This is nuts, all right? Look, you hear about shootings, not just only in the Bronx. You hear about that in, in the Bronx, of course, Manhattan, and, of course, um, Brooklyn, and sometimes sometimes Staten Island. Look, it's not about everywhere. It's certain. It's about certain areas that's making it bad for the people. How is that even fair? to the parents of the 13-year-old that's lying there in the hospital in stable condition. And, of course, luckily, he is going to make a recovery. So I say shame on the guy who shot an innocent 13-year-old out of the blue. And and this is not – I can't have sympathy for, for a lone gunman who is, who is basically erratically um, on some – nonchalant type shit i can't have i i don't have sympathy or empathy for a lone gunman regardless of the fucking mental health aspect that's no excuse to shoot a 13 year old boy like what's my question is like this what even possess you to even do some shit like that that part we may never know. So I'll leave that to the investigation of the cops. Anyway, um so let's see. Let's see what else to what else to talk about here. Um give me a sec. Oh, right. Um Okay, let's talk about um All right. I know exactly what to talk about here. All right, let's talk about um Childish Gambino. Um Now, we haven't heard from this guy in a in a minute. So um here we go. So, so here it is. Um, 
Donald Glover, a.k.a. Childish Gambino, has given fans their first glimpse of the eagerly anticipated third season of Atlanta. On Sunday, October 31st, the rapper, actor, comedian tweeted a link to um, Gilga.com, a mysterious website containing a teaser trailer for the forthcoming season of his Emmy-winning FX show. Excuse me. It's no coincidence it arrived on Halloween. The 60-second clip is an eerie, spine-chilling watch that paints the picture of a um, dystopian world. Yeah, a dystopian world. Here we go. Um, The video features a series of cryptic scenes, including an empty, decaying theater, a mass of white chairs stacked um, chaotically on top of each other, and a peacock roaming free in a dimly lit bar. Um, soundtracked, soundtracked by Sunrise. Um, it's after the end of the world. Um, meanwhile, the second half of the teaser trailer includes a cameo from Alfred Paperboy Miles, Brian Tyree Henry, who is sat at the lead of a dining table wearing a Gucci-style um, sweatshirt with the word fake on it, while a waiter and waitress stand facing the wall behind him. The camera slowly zooms in on his face as screeching sounds intensify. Um, yeah, intensify. The spooky, surreal clip ends with 2022 hinting at the third season's impending arrival hang on a sec let's let's do a little um wow since then he posted a number of updates wait hold on wait a second work on Atlanta season three began in April, when Donald Glover shared a photo of him and the rest of the main cast, Brian Tyree Henry, Lakeith Stanfield from, um, no, I'm not interested, um, from the, uh, from Judas and the Black Messiah, um, you guys, um, Zazie Beats on Instagram with the caption, Dale, um, Day Zero, um, Season 3, ATL. Since then, he posted a number of updates showing the crew filming out in Amsterdam, London, and Paris. After all, Season 2 ended with Paperboy, Ernst, Ernst and Darius um, boarding a flight for a European tour, but not without a close shave with the law. Donald Glover certainly has high expectations for the third season of Atlanta. Um, in quote, while I'm here, Atlanta, um, season three plus season four are going to be some of the best television ever made. He tweeted last November. Sopranos only ones who can touch us. Okay. <clears throat> Glover also has also compared the show to Kanye West's discography, likening the upcoming season to Ye's blockbuster 2007 um, release, Graduation. Um, end quote. 
I line the seasons. I think to me, like Kanye records, he said during an Emmys panel in 2018, end quote, I feel like this is our graduation. This is probably our most accessible, but also the realest and honest version of it. And I feel like the most enjoyable, um, like the third album. Atlanta season three was originally scheduled to air in January 2021, but production was pushed back due to the COVID-19 pandemic. However, lockdown allowed Donald Glover and and Cole to complete the scripts for seasons three and four, which they are filming back to back. Wow. <clears throat> wow. I'm really looking forward. I'm really looking forward to um to seeing this. Now there is no release date for um Atlanta, but this is more like a wait and see, folks. So you're gonna have to stay tuned for for details. And speaking of details, we gotta talk about Wale. Um. <clears throat> okay, so. Wale has revealed the reason behind his departure from Jay-Z's Rock Nation in 2014. Um, of course, in a recent episode of Drink Champs, the the floor um the Fullerian, the Fullerian two artists explained that he really had a meltdown while he was opening for J. Cole's What Dreams May Come True in 2013. End quote. He says, I was in the whole cipher for a long time. And there was a time that I was on tour with J. Cole. And at this point, I was opening for him while I shared. And somebody in my circle was like, you are losing like five grand every time you go on stage. You are losing money. I couldn't make sense of it. I just really had a meltdown and I remember I just quit the tour. It's been all love since. Um, he continued in quote, I learned a lot from them and Jay is still my idol. Wale's doubled down on his admiration for Hove in a series of tweet regarding the rock nation heads 2021 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction over the weekend. Tweeting almost shed that little water out my eyes last night for um, S. Carter, um, which is Sean Carter, of course. Um, and we need to soak up more game from the OGs in hip hop. This genre has to be protected. Um, well, yeah, I could actually agree with that one of what he's talking about and stuff. So it's crazy, man. And, and no, man, I'm not interested in being part of your, um, fucking thing. Anyway, I'm sorry about that. Um, hold on. Let me, let me, let me just, um, address something before I even continue this. For the new listeners and 
and YouTube watchers in the YouTube community that don't know what's going on. We are live and direct on StreamYard and YouTube alongside with um, 17 Live, which is also um, another outlet of what I'm using to record um, podcast episodes of different shows. So pretty much um, I wanted to actually um, stress this. So let me just um, get that out the way so you guys don't really get confused. All right. So here we go. Um, before I continue, let me grab a drink. Okay. All right. Um, Okay, speaking of which, um, okay, let's talk about the box office for a sec. Of course, um, of course, the movie Ghostbusters Afterlife recently just came out, and of course, um, it starts it's it starts strong with forty four million dollars in the box office. King Richard whiffs. Not sure what that means, but let's get into this. Um, sorry. Um, can I just let me just close this? Hold on. Okay, so. <laughs> The box office ain't afraid of no ghost. <laughs> Ghostbusters at the Life, a sequel to the sci-fi um, comedy classic, collected $44 million in its opening weekend, a better-than-expected result. It's a sign that family audiences are willing to visit their local movie theater, provided there's something broadly entertaining to be found there. At the international box office, Ghostbusters Afterlife earned $16 million from, from 31 overseas markets, pushing its worldwide total to $60 million. $60 million. The latest installment in the decades-old franchise is looking like a win after the studio failed to revive the Supernatural series years, late, years earlier. It should be noted that Sony's 2016 all-female reboot of Ghostbuster opened to $46 million, $2 million more than Afterlife. However, that film cost $144 million compared to Afterlife's on $75 million budget, making the earlier version uh, a box office dud. Oh, boy. Um, but despite Rutgers reviews and Oscar buzz, the Warner Brothers um, sports drama King Richard became the latest adult oriented drama to crumble at the box office. What?
Yeah, um, the film starring Will Smith as the father of tennis legends Venus and Serena Williams, um, act act out a measure of five point seven million from three thousand three hundred two venues in North America. It may be slightly premature to call it an out and out bomb because Warner Brothers is releasing it concurrently on HBO Max which likely cut into ticket sales. It was embraced by audiences who watched it in a cinema score, meaning King Richard could build steam as word of mouth grows. Um, Oscar um, pundits believe the movie could find itself in the awards race. Another factor that could extend its life in theaters. The film wasn't cheap. It carries a $50 million production budget. Plus, Smith received his full backing box office bonus in addition to his $20 million salary as a make good for sending the film to HBO Max. King Richard landed in fourth place on on box office charts behind um hold, holdovers, Marvel's externals, and Paramount's um Clifford the Big Red Dog. After two weekends at number one, Eternal slid to second place, collecting um 10.8 million from four thousand and fifty-five theaters. To date, the superhero epic has generated 135.8 million in the US and Canada and 200.3 million internationally. Meanwhile, Clifford pulled in 8.1 million in its second weekend of release, pushing the family-friendly film to 33.5 million in North America. While Warner Brothers sci-fi spectacle Dune rounded out the top five with three million in ticket sales, buoying its domestic tally to 98.1 million. The film, directed by Dennis Valen um, um and adapted from Frank Herbert's Seminole novel is expected to surpass the 100 million mark in the coming week. So there you have it about what's going on in the box office, man. I might I might do this again um probably soon, but who knows. Um let's see. And speaking of speaking of which um, um, we gotta talk about we gotta talk about um NYC anime. Um wanted to talk about this actually. And of course, this is um this is pretty interesting for me to read. So here we go. Having grown in numbers during the pandemic, New York City's um Otakus, a slang word for rabbit fans of Japanese animation and comics descended on the Javis Cent- Javits Center over the weekend for a convention that 
uh, refined the rising popularity of the genre. Eager fans wrapped around the convention center Saturday morning, donning um, mech suits, kimonos, and animal ear costume to attend Anime NYC, a sold-out three-day anime gathering sponsored by Crunchyroll. <laughs> a company that claims um the mantle of the world's um largest anime streaming platform. Something happened during the pandemic. I'm not sure what it was but anime just took off it was always popular among um niche crowds but this is sold out every single day that's wild said william champion a fan who had fashioned a bane like black gas mask to dress as all for one an unsettling villain from a popular anime superhero series my hero academina um many fans told amny that they were attending an anime convention or con for short for the first time after being inspired by the rising popularity and mainstream cultural acceptance of their preferred medium through its um pro proliferation in the age of streaming the pandemic provided fans a lot of time on their hands to design elaborate cosplays a word and concept for handmade costume making that originated in japan in the 1980s hold on a minute as i take a drink Uh, sorry about my stomach, folks. Um. Okay, so the Javits lobby um thrummed with fans who came to. Sorry about that. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, who came to mingle and showcase their costumes, which often involved fabricating complicated accessories like chainsaw hands. Plast, plast, plasticine, plasticine um, tentacles, or customized suits of armor. Um, of course, in the pit, there's a picture. Um, seasoned cosplayer Stash Williams sold the robes f- for her Yoke Owl costume. A cosplayer displays extensive fabricated tentacles, um, a large robot costume on stilts attracts a line of attendees for selfies. Um, Aro Wright, a cosplay veteran, found inspiration in a character named Rabbit um, Miruko. Vic Meyer traveled from Connecticut to dress like the hero from Chainsaw Man at his first anime con. An anime 
NYC attendee dresses up like a character in My Hero Academia. Um, okay. Beyond the first in-person anime gathering of its size in New York since the pandemic, the camp, the convention gave fans an inside look at the in industry with presentations that included panels with famous voice actors, um, previews. Yeah, previews. Let me see. Let me see. Yeah, previews of new series and insider conversations about the future of the business. Importantly, it also attracted hundreds of artist booths to the zip the exhibition floor, which sold original anime prints, toys, plush dolls, keychains, and even some suggestive um, video game fan art that sold out within two hours of opening. Anime is currently reaching new global heights in popularity, said Justin Leach, an American animator and the CEO of Cubic Productions, a new independent anime production company and a sponsor of the convention. There are companies like Netflix, Disney Plus, and HBO Max. They all, they are all starting to invest in these projects. So I think there's going to be more opportunities for creators, said Leach, adding that most of Japan's anime studios are booked up with prospective projects for years to come. Of course, George Hilton, the founder of BlurredCon, leads a discussion on black nerd culture. A group of cosplayers dressed as the villains from anime series My Hero Acad Academia. Um, Joe Baruskin Wright poses as the 8th division captain from the anime series Bleach with the Vegeta's same monkey from Dragon Ball Z. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. That's, that's, that's very interesting. <laughs> so, Leech, who had worked in and out of Japanese animation since the late 1990s, told an audience a story of how he was able to start a production company designed to launch independent anime projects by collaborating with veteran Japanese animators that he met during his stints working on animes like Ghost in the Shell to Innocence. Um, the companies represented at the convention range in size from scrappy newcomers like Leeches um, to Crunchy Roll the genre stream giant and banner sponsor of the convention. Crunchyroll's recent acquisition by Sony for nearly $1.2 billion is an indication that corporate players have recognized anime as an important asset in the streaming wars. In a state of the company presentation, Crunchyroll <laughs> announced a few new shows like um, Shenmue, 
a martial arts series based on an early 2000s cult video game and teen freaks the story of a young group of heroes with psychic powers in the apocalyptic future after it detailed its global business standing with 5 million plus subscribers and 120 million registered users in over 200 countries um but the popularization of anime hasn't just given opportunities to the big guys Grave Weaver. <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> One <of the laughs> yo. <laughs> oh man. Oh man, this is mad funny. I'm sorry. Um one one of hundred hundreds of independent artists hawking prints at a booth on the exhib- exhibition floor said that. She was happy to return to the con circuit to sell her wares. This is like the first win of cons that are coming open again. I came I came here to just meet the fans, and so far it's been great, said Weaver, who flew out from her home in California. Weaver pens a gothic anime webcomic called, in quote, I'm the Grim Reaper, which got picked up by a platinum, no, excuse me, platform called Webtoon that aggregates anime cartoons. Working as a solo content creator, she churns out a new story each week to be displayed on the platform. And in return, she gets paid based on a revenue shared model based on the amount of paid subscribers. Um, in quote, once you are on Webtoon Original, it's very easy to gain a following, said Weaver, whose following has um, catapulted to 1.5 million subscribers over the pandemic. Um, okay. Now, I'm not sure if they have a social media, but I'm going to, um, I'll probably look into it after the show. Um. Okay. Um, let's see. <clears throat> All right. Um, what else I want to talk about here? Um, hold on a sec. Let me get a drink. Excuse me. Hold on, give me a second, folks. Okay. All right. Okay, let's see how much time I got here. Oh, 39. Okay, um... Let's see if I can actually look for something that I haven't even got a chance to. Um, All right, let's see. Let's see what I could talk about here before I even go over um, the the remembrance of the random topics of the previous episodes and stuff. So let me just see... um, 
what I could actually um, look to. Let's see. Um, okay. Um, let me see. So, I'm not going to, let's see. Um, okay. Oh, yeah, I'm going to talk about the whole Nas thing. Um, if I could actually get to, there's another story. Before I even get to the Nas thing, I ain't going to actually look for another story. So just give me a sec. Um, yeah, um, yeah, let's see. Um, okay, we're going to, okay, we're going to talk about, um, so, okay, here we go. Um, yeah, um, okay, here's another topic that I didn't even get a chance to actually um, maybe talk about here, uh, um, I already talked about how Young Duff passed away, but this is what, um, his family is talking about here, so here we go, um, Young Duff's family has broken their silence regarding the murder of the 36-year-old rapper CEO, in an email statement, they stated, they started with a quote from the Jungle Book author Rudyard Kipling as they tried to express the amount of pain they are currently experiencing. Um, they say in quote, no, this is what the quote says. Um, <clears throat> if you can talk with the crowd and keep your voice virtue or walk with kings nor lose the common touch, if neither foes nor loving friends can hurt you if all men count with you but none too much if you can fill the unforgiving minute with 60 seconds worth of distance run yours is the earth and everything that's in it and which is more you'll be a man my son um rudyard kipling um wow so the statement continues there's there are no words that exist that sufficiently express the pain we are feeling as a family losing a Dolph Dolph man man changes our lives forever and while we will take each day as it comes we are conf comforted and knowing that he leaves a legacy that reflects his heart, a heart that was for his family, a heart that was for the people. Um, we are grateful for the outpouring of love. We are grateful that his godly obligation to show kindness to the world is being acknowledged. As a family, we were blessed to call him our son, our nephew, our brother, our cousin, our partner, and our father. And now we have the honor of calling him our angel, a role he has always played. 
Um, meanwhile, the Memphis Police Department is asking the community for patience as they work on solving the case. According to, according to WREG3 News, Memphis Police Chief um, C.J. Davis is warning people not, not get their information from social media. Right now, I think the community needs to understand that social media is fueling with a number of rumors and innuendo, innuendo, not just about this investigation, but various other investigations, she said. Wednesday, November 24th, which is today, marks a full week since Young Duff was shot and killed as he was visiting his favorite bakery, um, Makeda's. Makita's homemade cookies. Uh, while no suspects have been found, police believe they discovered the white Mercedes Benz used in the murder. The vehicle, which was located in the Orange Mound neighborhood over the weekend, has also been linked to a double shooting in nearby um, Covington. Um, trust that we are moving on this case uh, we are working on this case and we don't really have any updated information that we can share right now on um, the chief cj davis we are always concerned about the public and want we want them to know that we believe the community is safe when it relates to this particular case even so violence has continued to plague the community in the wake of Dolph's death one man was shot near a a makeshift memorial for Dolph on November 18th, um, while another man was killed just feet away from where the Mercedes was found. Wow. Wow. Yeah, so, of course, um, of course, you know, you can't really imagine what it's like to lose somebody. Um, You know what I mean? And yeah and you know i'm actually fortunate enough that i'm not in violent situations because that's just not um that's just not my type of um life that i want to be in um of course this is uh it's just it's difficult man so let me just um let me just um let's move on to the next story man shall we um um another story oh here we go um of course in honor of thanksgiving of course with thanksgiving coming up on thursday november 25th um rappers are giving back to their communities by setting up turkey drives across the country quavo is doing the same as he and his um Quavo Cares Foundation set up the Quavo Cares Turkey Drive in Atlanta on Tuesday, November 23rd. November 23rd. The event came in partnership with food delivery service on GoPuff and food bank charity Feeding America. Um, no matter how far you go, you got to take it back to where it began. Happy Thanksgiving. He captured a clip that captured moments from the Turkey Drive. It's also soundtrack soundtracked 
by an upcoming honcho track produced by Murder Beats. Domingo's frontman threw on a puffy jacket and some Yeezy NSTLD boots to strut over to cars in the drive through event and stuffed their trunks with turkeys on the go. He also posed with fans for selfies and spread some holiday cheer throughout the day. There was even a life-size Quavo mascot to hang out with everyone as well. Um, at one point, a young girl got out of her car and joined Quavo to help give up turkeys to the people of Atlanta. Honcho isn't the only one giving back to this holiday season. Little Baby and former Atlanta Falcon star Julio Jones hosted a turkey giveaway in Atlanta as well. Um, T.I. put together his 16th annual um, turkey drive and the baby made sure to help out the people in his hometown of Charlotte ahead of Turkey Day. Hmm. Wow. Wow, this is this is very dope, man. Giving back to the community in honor of Thanksgiving. Congrats to the Migos and everybody that's that's doing what they can for for um the people. All right, um, <clears throat> hang on a minute. <clears throat> okay. All right, here we go. Um, no, I can't do that now. So, um, we're going to talk about Nas and Miss Info, all right? And I've been saving this, man, and I actually actually saw this. And I saw this on Spotify. I didn't get a chance to actually talk about, um, actually listen to it, actually. But I am going to give this a recommendation for when I um, bring back um, the segment of Podcast Juice of the Week. So you would have to stay tuned for, for that either tomorrow or Saturday, depending on how much energy I have. Um, anyway, so, um, Nas enters podcast game with The Bridge, 50 Years of Hip Hop, co-hosted by Miss Info. Nas has spent the better part of the last 30 years as one of the greatest rappers alive. But now he's turning his hand to becoming something of a hip-hop professor as the genre's 50th anniversary approaches, which is about, about one year away. 50th, 50th birthday is going to be in um, 2023. So, so next year is going to be 49. Um, okay. Following the launch of the hip hop storytelling series with outline educational platform masterclass and news of his upcoming documentary on this uh, 
seminal hip-hop TV show video music box. The Queensbridge rap icon has announced a new podcast with Minya Miss Info, um, all titled The Bridge, 50 Years of Hip-Hop, coming exclusively to um, Spotify later this month, which is already out right now with like three or four episodes. I'm not too sure. Um, the Bridge positions itself at as a hip hop history lesson in podcast form as Nas and Miss Info explored the culture's journey over the last five decades as told by those who lived it. Um, in quote, this is our community to go deep and explore how hip hop went from the microphones, turntables, and sound systems to big business and a worldwide cultural phenomenon. Set Nas says in the trailer for the new podcast series, which is produced by Spotify and Mass Appeal. Um, every week, me and Nas talk about our personal heroes and the creative forces that shaped hip hop and helped it grow. Adds Miss Info, who has spent decades as a respected radio personality and music journalist. She's famously penned the sources five might review of Nas debut album Illmatic in 1984. Um, Nas and Miss Info will be joined by special guests throughout the series, um, including Ice Cube, Mary J. Blige, DJ Jazzy Jeff, Corday, and Nas' brother Jungle. Season one of the Bridge 50 Years of Hip Hop debuts November 16th with New episodes premiering weekly, which already happened already. Um, the bridge fifty, the bridge fifty years of hip hop is just the latest project from Nas and Miss and Mass Appeal's hip hop um fifty campaign, a multi platinum no a multi platform to be exact initiative celebrating a half century of hip hop. The slate also includes a series of documentaries airing on Showtime in December and Hip Hop 50, the soundtrack, a collection of new EPs from top tiers hip hop producers such as DJ Premier, Swiss Beats, and Hit Boy arriving in 2022. Wow. How about that? That's really, that's fire right there, man. I can't wait to, I I can't wait to um to listen to this podcast. I can't wait though, man. You know what I mean? Um which I will get a chance to check out. Um you, you guys are more than welcome to actually um check that out on Spotify. All right. Um now now for the moment that you've been waiting for. Hang on a minute. Let me see how much time I got on here. Um, of course. Um, let me see. All right. Um, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Okay. I want to take the time and honor of the one-year anniversary of off the meat rack chains new york podcast um 
I want to go over on how it got started. Um, it got started from the time that um, we were we were actually struggling to figure out how to entertain ourselves during the slamdemic last year with the COVID-19 pandemic. The thing is, um, the reason I wanted to start the, pod, start the podcast is because, you know, because when I did the dedication um, episodes ago in regards to uh, mental health in May, um, you guys are more than welcome to actually listen to those episodes in regards to Mental Health Awareness Month. So I wanted to actually create something in regards to, you know, humor. And I believe that laughter is the best medicine when it comes to our mental health. Like you can't necessarily, you know, take everything so serious. In some cases, in some cases, um, there's some that might be taken seriously, but also you have to understand that you are a human being first. And I feel like, you know, bring why like bring the humor to to you guys. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's the point of me starting a podcast. And you know, lately, um, I've been helping out maybe one or two people who also wanted to start a podcast. And I actually, um, and you know, shouts to my cousin Will who. Um, reached out to me to start a podcast and wanted to know what type of equipments, which I will go over before at the end, before the end of the show. All right. Now I want to, I want to, um, I want to highlight one of my favorite episodes that I did. And this was the first time I actually invited, um, after we started, um, I actually had the chance to actually invite, you know, um, the people who co-hosted with me. Um, I wanted to actually give a shout out to to the homie B Live, who is also um, who's also a streamer, who's also um trying to get the reboot of In The Loop Radio's podcast happen. Not sure when that's going to come out. Um, of course, I'll never forget November 11th when me and Soul, shout out, shout out to Soul Live, man, mm-hmm. for start, for starting with me with the podcast, okay? And, and I also, the reason why I'm shouting him out is because at the time, I was looking for like an ill and ill instrumental <laughs> an ill instrumental theme song to to the intro of the podcast which you guys are able to hear on audio streaming plat- platforms whatsoever i couldn't do it for youtube because of copyright reasons so i'm not trying to get a lawsuit here so i'm not trying to get canceled and shit you know what i'm saying so basically shots to soul live shots to be live also shout out to um also shout out to um also another friend of mine robin for also for also being a part of this journey as well 
And I also want to give a shout out to um, another good friend of mine who is a music producer and a singer and a DJ who goes by the name of Notagami. Now, now, you guys are more than welcome to actually follow Notagami on Instagram as far as, you know, music and stuff, her performances and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Um, And speak and speaking of my good friend Notagami, um, it's like maybe one, one or two episodes that's my favorite while I was recording with her. Um, in episode 18, I remember that I didn't know what a fucking um feminist was <laughs> because I was like, What is good? Because I didn't know what that was at first because I've been hearing that shit a lot, and I was like, I was like, Wait a minute, man, I don't have to be a, I don't have to be a fucking woman to be a feminist. <laughs> I was like, Yo, man, and and I want to clear up another misconception from one of the idiots who said that you have to be a part of a committee to actually fucking um be a feminist and shit like that to to actually you know you know support women that's doing good for themselves. Um, let me tell you something, folks. You don't need to be a part of a fucking um committee to be a feminist. That is the that is the craziest misconception that I've been hearing, though, man. <laughs> Which is crazy, right? That's crazy right there, man. <laughs> oh man. So wow. <laughs> oh man. That was that was like one of the highlight moments of episode 18. And of course, um <laughs> Yeah, this episode 19. Oh man, I am not gonna forget. I am not gonna forget episode 19 when I actually when me and her was talking about this idiot who um goes by the name of Kevin Lovett. And I said this before <laughs> because and for those of you who may or may not know what I was talking about in terms of um in terms of what this idiot did, uh basically we was talking about how he not only broke into a person's house, but he basically he basically um was jacking off to a fucking tickle me elmo doll. <laughs> I am not gonna forget. I am not gonna forget Notagami's expression when she saw this. <laughs> highlights and shit man <laughs> and 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 like yo i have to say man after i have to really say man you know me bringing people on to calls with me and being able to share different perspectives and stuff like that is actually what makes the show interesting um also what i brought to the show was you know um the amount of sound effects that i actually decided to record on my phone 
And the reason why I recorded it on my phone is because I couldn't afford a soundboard, which was pretty expensive from a store called Sam Ash. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the shit was so fucking expensive. So I decided to do a little something creative. So I figured, why not? <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my gosh, man. So, so you know, you know something? Um, even though I said I was going to save what I'm going to be thankful for in terms of um, my accomplishment, in terms of the one-year anniversary and stuff like that, I do want to say one thing that I am grateful for, actually, that I am thankful for, to be exact. I am thankful for being able to create a create an opportunity for myself by creating this show off the ground, being able to take a risk on every streaming platform that I could think of for this podcast right here, which is which is crazy to say that I did over um over 21 streaming platforms whatsoever. And this show, and along with my other shows, got added to Pado Polo, which is another which is another phone app where you can listen to episodes. And of course, you know, and I will, like I said, I will do a separate episode explaining what it is about. And you know, and I gotta say, man. And I guess, and I have to, and I have to really um say thank you to those who were able to coast with me, even though they were, um, they had work schedule issues and stuff like that, as far as like anything. So I want to, I want to actually dedicate this episode celebration to not only myself who reached a milestone, but to the people who co-host with me um i like to thank soul live be live no yeah be live um robin and my good my good friend um who is doing her thing in the music game basically killing it right now um no tagami thank you very much for believing in me and when no one else would. And you know, and I wanna say this too, actually, for the new podcasters out there. Despite the fact that, you know, maybe one or two of your friends may have work schedule issues that they can't do it, you know, on a weekly basis. Um, like I chose to record in the evenings because during the day I know a lot of people are going to be working and and that's understandable and you know as I explained in in episode 68 um when when um someone like so I was asking me uh, why should people go to your um YouTube channel um on a hard on a hard day of work and stuff like that, if it's if it's not something enticing. And I actually said 
Um, the reason I'm doing this is because it's to give light to people to actually help them, you know, you know, get their minds off of stressful um, events, stressful situations, whether it's family, whether it's job related, whether it's like family drama, whether it's like, you know, drama in relationships, whatever it may be. I wanted to have I wanted to have this show to be like a safety net for people who need sharing up. And that's why um I made the hashtag on um, mental health check-in. Um and I made it a segment because I feel that it's very important to actually talk about the, you know, the the the, the trauma that people go through, the nightmare stuff, um, the nightmare stuff like rape and all that other stuff. That peep that some people went through and stuff like that, which is a nightmare, and it's not easy to talk about. So, you know, in order for you to relieve the, the relieve the pain and hurt that you're going through, you, you want to find something to listen to that can make you smile, and of course, relieve you of the the hassle that you're going through. And this is why I chose to make this show unfiltered and make this a safety net for people um, who need a little healing from what they're going through and stuff like that. So this is what the show is for and this is what it's pertaining to. And and this is basically about um, the, the trending top, of course, I already said what the show is about already in this segment of chatting on the jazz, which is basically about, you know, the various topics in, in entertainment, music, of course, real life. And of course, with other segments that with store with other stories that don't get the recognition. So as I said before, I want to thank, I want to thank, every single person who not only tuned in and and also thanks Saul Live, Be Live, Robin and and of course Notagami for calls with me when I was you know in panic mode when I didn't have anybody to actually share my um intellectual thoughts with. So so I appreciate every single one of you and appreciate you guys for calling us with me. It really means a lot to me. So this one year anniversary of Off the Meat Rat Chains New York podcast. Um, thank you. Thank you very much. And I'm very fortunate to just reach, reach my goal. And I am very fortunate to make podcasting a career that I am trying to build. Because at the end of the day, um, podcasting is my dream. Not working at some stupid post office. A post office delivering mail to strangers and stuff like that, that's not my dream. It doesn't even matter about how many um, fancy benefits and stuff like that. Money, benefits, and Social Security, it doesn't guarantee happiness. Doing what you love does. 
And as I said, thank you to those who had the chance to have the opportunity to get to know me. Of course, getting to, you know, have people get to know the previous co-hosts whatsoever. Um, so this one's this one is for you out there. If you're listening, so alive, be live, Robin and Origami. This celebration of an episode 89 of one year anniversary mission accomplished is dedicated to you. Thank you for believing in me. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> um what else? Um I think that's gonna do let me see what else I could talk about here. Um I think that's gonna do it, man. Listen, if you if you like to show some um support. If you'd like to make a charitable donation, feel free to show some love by making a charitable donation to my cash app, which is dollar sign G Money Stacks 555. That's dollar sign capital G, lowercase M O N E Y, capital S, lowercase T A C K Z 555. Once again, it's not about breaking the bank and having a lot of money to show support. So that's the worst misconception to have. You don't need a lot of money to actually show support because support is actually priceless. It's all about what you can afford and whatever amount of money you decide to donate. It could be it could be a dollar, it could be it could be um $5, it could be $10. Whatever amount you decide to do um, whatever amount you decide to do will be appreciated. Um, <clears throat> okay. Um, now that I got that out the way, you can also follow the show off the Meat Rack Chains New York podcast on Facebook and Instagram, all in one word. All right. Everything is in the description in the YouTube, Anchor, Spotify, and stuff like that, in case you don't know how to spell it. Everything is there alongside with the with the link, which I will discuss in a second. So, <clears throat> as I said, you can also follow my other show, Excellent Fun Vibrant Podcast, and Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast alongside with my primary handle g money stacks 555 in queens new york plus you can also follow me on 17 live at g money stacks queens new york all right now um <clears throat> i do want to go over um where you can listen to the podcast episodes so so here we go let me get to where i need to 
All right, just give me a sec as I um of course all right um all right if you are on either pages like G Money Stacks 555 in Queens, New York, or the show page off the meat rack chains new york podcast you're gonna see a link that says linktree slash g money stacks 555 when you see the link you you want to click on it and it's going to take you to um the list of streaming platforms where you can actually you know listen to the episodes so here we go you can listen on Podorama, Anchor, Audacity, Spotify, Audio Burst, Deezer, TuneIn, Plus Alexa, Play FM, Podchaser, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Podcast Addict, Breaker, Castbox FM, Listen Notes, Pod Bay, Pod Friend. Don't forget to go to the two links, Pod Friend and Podchaser, so you can give a five star rating. Even though you don't have too much to say on there, um, don't worry about that. A five-star rating will be appreciated. Um, we are also on the recent app that just got added with all the other shows um that I just mentioned. Um, this show and along with the other shows, um, of course, um, excellent fun, vibrant podcast, meticulous vibe juice podcast, and of course. This one right here off the Meat Rat Chains New York podcast has been added to a streaming platform called Pado Polo. Not to be confused with Marco Polo, folks. <laughs> that shit is so funny, man. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, let me let me continue this, man. Um, all right. So Pado Polo. We are on Reason FM. We are on Google Podcasts. And don't forget to listen to the episodes of Off the Meat Rack Chains New York Podcast on Amazon Music, Audible, and iHeartRadio, the number one app for music, radio, and podcasts. And last but not least, the YouTube. Here's what you got to do here. Go grab the subscribe button on the channel page, G Money Stacks 555. Be sure to enable alerts alongside with the notification bell so you can be reminded when the show goes in the air via live stream. Leave a like and a comment along with the topics, along with the episodes. Make sure you download your favorite episodes, all right? And you know, stay tuned for more video content, upcoming episodes, previous episodes. Um, tell a friend to another friend, spread the word. Make sure you share the videos alongside with the alongside with sharing the podcast right here with um the audio streaming platforms with the link tree link that says link tree slash G Money Stacks 555 which is in the description, so don't worry about that.
All right. Now, like I always say at the end of the show, um, make sure you reach out to your loved ones. What is your what is your um your boyfriends, your girlfriends, your wives, your husbands, your family members? Those individuals might be fine on the outside, but on the inside, they are not. You don't need to wait till Mental Health Awareness Month, like like May or Mental Health Day, to actually, you know, reach out to somebody. All right, you can't put a time frame on when you can reach out to somebody. There is no good time to reach out to somebody. It's all about taking a risk and following your instincts in your heart and soul. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, if you take a risk, you're going to get fucking rewards. All right? That's all it is. And also, um, if I'm not mistaken, um, let me see. I'm not on mute, guys, so just checking. Um, also... For those of you who are new podcasters who want to create a show and a podcast like I'm doing right now with three shows underneath of my belt, I am here to tell you the types of equipment that you need. And I will inform you about Anchor. So let's get to the equipment first. All right. Here we go. Now, before I even do that, let's do this. Um, before I even do that, let's do this. Okay. Um, all right. Here we are. Um, okay. So you want to start a podcast? Here's some important keys that you need to start a podcast when it comes to equipment. You need headphones. You also need microphones. Um, you also need a laptop or computer. Um, whichever one you get will actually work, so don't worry about that. And also, you need a software that will support your that will support your live stream. Um, and I like to recommend Streamyard. And the reason why I'm recommending StreamYard to you guys and, and the folks out there who want to start a podcast is because the thing about Zoom, um, when it comes to audio technical difficulties and stuff like that, it's not really it's not really good and it's not really wavy out there. So I feel like StreamYard is like five times better than Zoom. All right, and the features comes with. Um, a way for you to create, um, you know, banners, like talking points, like talking points about, um, where people could follow you on, whether it's, um, whether it's Twitter, whether it's Twitch, whether it's, um, Facebook, whether it's 17 live, whether it's, um, Instagram as well. Um, and also, um, you can also create a banner of the name of the show, like I'm doing right here. 
which is which is on your screen right here, along with the arms um, with the banner scrolling across your screen that says thank you and stuff, which I always like to put that there to let people know that I appreciate every single one of you who actually tuned in to the shows and the episodes. It really means a lot to me. Um, and also when you are creating the name of the show, you want to, you want to come up with a unique name that nobody has ever heard before. Um, you want to come up with a unique name that nobody has ever heard before. So what you want to do is actually, you know, make sure it represents you. Um, don't worry about the fucking garbage burger haters from the hating mobile, right? Don't worry about them. Um, what you want to do, um, after you create your, the name of the show and the meaning behind it and the story behind it and stuff like that, um, you want to let success speak for itself. And I'm pretty sure um, I'm not the only person that's trying to make a career out of podcasting. There's plenty of people out there that's, that actually just started. Um, you know what I'm saying? Um, when I bring back the segment um, Podcast Juice of the Week, I'm going to recommend some podcast shows for you guys to um, listen to. So don't you worry about that one right there. Um, so... There you have it, man. And also, um, the way you could, um, the way you can, um, you know, show the haters, you picture them as food, like pound cake or any other type of snacky or snackaroni you could think of, right? The way you could, the way you do this, you eat them up Homer Simpson style, Homer Simpson style like this. And yes, that's gonna do it for this for this one year anniversary celebration of episode eighty nine of Off the Meat Rack Chains New York podcast, titled "One Year Anniversary Mission Accomplished." All right, that's the first mission I'm gonna be doing. All right, um, I want to say thank you to every single one of you out there who took a chance on me, got the chance to know me as a person, um, got a chance to know me as a human being who also was, and the listeners out there and the, and the watchers on YouTube and the YouTube community universe who was on the journey with me since day one, since November 11th of last year till now. I appreciate every single one of you, especially the the previous co-hosts, um, Saw Live, Robin, Be Live, Notagami. I really appreciate every single one of you who contributed to previous episodes whatsoever with me. I really do appreciate you, and I dedicate this episode to you guys. All right? So, um, like I said, man. Thank you so much for listening to me, rocking with me. I really appreciate every single one of you, especially the, especially those who believed in me. It really means a lot to me. So 
Um, let's go out with a bang, man. Like this. All right. Um, I will see you next time. I'm G Money Stacks. Thank you so much for listening, rocking with me, and and of course being able to um get to know me better as a person. It really means a lot to me. There's gonna be more episodes, new topics to come. So so be safe out there. Stay masked up. Make sure you have your make sure you have your water alongside with your Gatorade for for energy and electrolytes, strength and stamina all right listen peace and one love and have a great night and i hope you guys enjoy your thanksgiving have yourself a good night Listen, folks, if you like what you heard, I need your help on a couple things. If you like to support Off the Meat Rack Chains New York podcast, you can show some love by following the show on Facebook and Instagram with the same name at Off the Meat Rack Chains NY Podcast. O-F-F-T-H-E-M-E-A-T-R-A-C-K-C-H-A-I-N-Z N-Y-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Alongside with my primary Instagram handle, GMoneyStacks555 in Queens, New York. And go to the YouTube channel, GMoneyStacks555. Be sure to click the subscribe button. Grab the notification bell so you can be reminded on when the show goes in the air live via live stream. More video content, upcoming episodes, previous episodes that will automatically be posted after the recordings. Like, comment on the episodes with the topics, share the videos, download your favorite episodes, rate, spread the word to a friend, to other individuals. Please be sure to share the podcast with audio stream choices to your friends. The audio streaming services includes Anchor, Audio Burst, Breaker, Deezer, Listen Notes, Player FM, Pocket Cast, Podbay, Podfriend, Podcast Addict, Podorama, Podchaser, Reason FM, 
Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. I'm G Money Stacks, and thank you, listeners and watchers, for tuning into the podcast. One love.